Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101. Blegney Hodges here, sitting in for Terry Slavens. But I'm excited to be here with Angela Robinson, and she has a guest with her today that's going to be on air as well. That's right. Special guest. And I'm, I'm really excited to have him on. Good morning, everyone, to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great state of Texas in the great town of Eastland. So, like uh, yes, but um, we do have a great topic, as always, this morning. We try to always hit what, you know, is on everybody's minds. And I found a quote that I thought was very ideal for what we're going to be talking about today. And it was by Paul Valeri. And he said, the trouble with our times is that the future is not what it used to be. The future's not what it used to be, and that's so true. We live in such a fast-growing environment with um, technology that you can barely keep up unless you're involved in it all the time. Mm-hmm. And with that comes a lot of fears and a lot of risks, and one of those is identity theft. And I think that's something that's been a hot topic, especially with recent events in the past year on everybody's mind. And if you haven't been a victim yourself of identity theft, there's probably a good chance that one of your family members or friends has, definitely somebody you know. So uh, what we've done is we actually asked a Texas bank here in Eastland, Texas, and I know they're in surrounding areas. They have made a valiant effort to do research and study and to be able to help their customers on what they need to know and what they need to do. And we have a very special guest this morning, Mr. Junior Pacheco, a loan officer here that has been involved in these studies and been able to uh, also present to our clients this last month and, and talk to them on what they need to know about identity theft. So thank you, Junior. Good morning for being on the show. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, so tell us about this. I mean, obviously, I think everybody knows to some degree what identity theft is. But, you know, when y'all look at it, what are you looking at? What do you call identity theft? And more importantly, another topic y'all have talked about is elder financial abuse, which is becoming a, a big deal. You know, going back to that speech uh, I did earlier in the month, it was just amazing what I found and uh, the number of people affected by this. It was just just outrageous, the number of people. Um, you know, and just what, what identity theft is, is, uh, you know, just another person being able to use <laughs> your personal information. And, you know, some of that information includes your mother's maiden name, uh, personal identification number, or your PIN number, account numbers, and access codes or passwords. Now, you're, you're looking at that and... Uh, you know, anytime you open up an account or anything like that, these are your basic standard security questions. And that's what's alarming that people are able to access these uh, type of passwords and uh, codes. Right. And so when you're looking at this, you know, I, I know um, you gave out some statistics on the show and you may or may not have one of the, or those in front of you. But, you know, how many uh, billions did you say was stolen over the last six years with identity theft. This blew my mind. So uh, according to a 2017 identity fraud study, uh, which was released by Javelin Strategy and Research, they found that $16 billion was stolen from 15.4 million consumers in 2016. And it's 2016 alone, wow. And before that, the in 2015, $15.3 billion 
dollars and 13.1 million victims so as you can see you know the numbers are climbing every year and I'll, I'll be curious to see what they were for 2017 exactly and and I have my dad send this over before the show he actually <laughs> used this in our, our presentation um, over in Abilene and I thought this was really good you know to really get a grasp on what a billion dollars is because a lot of people don't understand you know what a billion dollars is I mean you hear it and you're like oh a billion yeah, dollars that's a lot right that's a but, lot. <laughs> but you can comprehend a million but you really can't comprehend a billion for most people so a billion seconds ago was 1959 okay seconds a billion minutes ago was when jesus was alive think about that a billion hours ago was when our ancestors were in the stone age and i love this a billion dollars ago was only eight hours and 20 minutes at the rate washington dc spends it so (laughs) (laughs) so, very good but you know that kind of puts some reality to that's a lot of money that's being going out by theft so you know who are the people that really need to be paying attention to this who are the people that are at risk well everybody's sitting in this room and every u.s (laughs) consumer everybody listening yeah everybody listening um you know there are four groups uh that this uh, study has showed which was uh put out by the next advisors blog uh the top four groups uh include uh children and adults with caregivers Mm. any social media user business owners at the top levels like ceos just because of the value of uh, that information and and their accounts they have Mm -hmm. college students uh, just for the simple fact that uh, you know they're unaware of their finances at that age, 18, 19. They don't monitor they, Yeah, they don't yeah, monitor They don't care. And, 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 yeah. and, there's, and there's some that do, but uh, for the majority. For the most uh, part, yeah. 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 So. Wow. You know, that's what I travel a lot to conferences and things, and I, I'm, I'm always talking to people. In this last conference, we got in a conversation, and there were several in the room that said, I had my identity stolen right after I stayed at such and such hotel and such and such hotel. And I remember being in a seminar several years ago, and they said, those are target victims, because if you think about it, the people that go to hotels have what? money right yeah. exactly. so they have these lines yep. of credits on their cards and you know well, and you're on free wi-fi i mean that's a hacker's paradise that's oh, exactly yeah. right so you know i think that's a, a big thing and then you know one of the things that really hit me hard was the you know things that you had said about um who was really taking advantage of these people and i think this is probably what blew my mind about your presentation more than anything yeah uh, I, I was a little alarmed with that too uh just you know and, and i'll throw myself under the bus there's a uh, Bank employees are on that list as well. You know, some of the uh, some of those people are uh, caretakers, you know, mm-hmm. for elderly people. Mm-hmm. Not horrible. Here, yeah. here's the worst part: family members, neighbors, friends, and acquaintances, attorneys, pastors, doctors, and nurses. Yeah. People that a lot of people have access to. Yeah, and they trust. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trusted people. That's that's probably the hardest part of that whole deal. You know, we could say story after story of things that we've heard. And usually the stories that we encounter are those of a client of ours that knew somebody or had a family member as a victim of this. And probably the worst one was a a lady that was in um, Wisconsin and her family's back here. and Nobody could get a hold of her um, and something was going wrong. Well, she didn't have a power of attorney that anybody knew about. So the court appointed her next door neighbor and virtually cleaned her out oh man you know financially but this is what happens and this is a real risk that's out there and it's not even just people that you don't know about but your family members and you know we always talk about good christmases and thanksgivings after you're gone and we see this a lot you know there's one daughter that's taking care of mom 
or is she <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. and then there's yep. two more that you know um are at a distance maybe they live in a different state or a different town and, and there's a lot of risk to that so you know what do you do with that and i think that's a big thing so we've got a lot more information on identity theft and one of the things of course the reason we wanted to bring an expert on the show today is really to talk about what can you do what can you set yourself up to to have some of these protective measures against this abuse that's out there Gets me super pumped to talk you about have way too much coffee. Every first thing in the morning, Blaney. <laughs> Welcome back into Life Planning 101, right here on KTX and KWBY. Angela Robinson, of course, along with us, and Junior Pacheco from Texas Bank. That's right. Very happy to have and thank Texas Bank for coming on with us this morning and, and sharing this information with all of our listeners because this is so important. Sadly, there is so much of this out there that's happening left and right, and I know you've got some great examples of um, what people are seeing as far as identity theft goes and elder financial abuse from a banker's point of view, you see a lot more of it than we do. So um, why don't you give us some enlightenment there on what you guys have seen. To, with yeah, and uh, these uh, these examples of identity theft, uh, you know, there's not a day that goes by <laughs> that I don't see at least one a day, at least. Uh, and most of those are stolen checks, stolen ATM cards, a fraudulent change of address, you know, someone calling in saying, hey, I moved. Uh, change the address just to receive those statements and get that account number. Social security misuse or social security numbers misuse, uh, passport stolen, phone service, driver's license number misuse, or uh, civil and criminal judgments filed. So, it, What do you mean by that? Well, uh, these uh, civil and criminal judgments, uh, you know, normally we have, whenever we see those are on people's credit bureaus. Uh, th- these judgments are any outstanding accounts that oh, are like okay. if someone steals a credit card, you know they rack up eight thousand dollars. Of course, that gets charged off, I and, see then, what you and mean. then there's a judgment placed on someone's uh, credit bureau gotcha. using their social. So yeah. It's horrible. So scandalous. I know. Yeah. You know, and it, I mean, it's, it goes so far. I mean, we've seen, you know, in the past year, we've had a huge IRS identity fraud. We had the whole um, Equifax, yeah, Equifax with with their mm-hmm. break in. You know, we've seen it everywhere. And, you know, this is something that people really need to pay attention to. You know, Denzel Washington has a perfect quote. He says, luck is when opportunity comes along and you're prepared for it. Right. And oftentimes we may consider ourselves lucky or, oh, that won't happen to me. But. In reality, and this is no joke, I actually heard a speaker one time, he said, your information's out there. It's out there. It's been stolen. If you've ever swiped your card anywhere, at a gas station, anywhere, your information is out there. You're just lucky it hasn't been stolen. So mm-hmm. what can you do? Let's figure out what can you do to actually protect yourself or help yourself from um, you know, being a victim of this? Yeah, and uh, to kind of start off for social media users, uh, you know, I don't, I don't believe there's no one here in this room or in this town that hasn't logged into a computer or, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook or anything like that. Uh, And one of the main things is just uh, create strong passwords and update them frequently. Uh, You know, and and I use this example, um, you know, at work, I have to change my password every 30 days. Mm -hmm. And right about the time I've learned my password, it's time to come up with a new come one. up with another one so and, and that's the main thing you know and I, I think what uh what we advise people you know if, if 30 days is too short of time at least 60 to 90 days change your password write it down put it in, in a uh, secure uh, location where you only know where it's at and uh, second is just be aware of what you share you know if you log into a site uh, using your social using an address um, using a pin number an account number just be careful what you share 
uh, also your uh, sensitive personal financial documents. You know, and this is just uh, going back to um, you know, your your deeds of trust, uh, your bank statements, uh, anything that has your social, your name, and other personal identification. You know, you use a safety deposit box, a safe at the house, or in a lockbox somewhere. Protect your mobile device. You know, there's people out there stealing. People's iPhones, jailbreaking them, breaking into their phones. Of course, you know, there's most people write write down their passwords in their little app of notes. So, uh, and that's how those hackers are able to access that information. Uh, and second is check your credit report. And that's something that I stress to everyone. Uh, I personally do it, you know, once a year through uh, annualcreditreport.com. Uh, which is free once a year. Look at it. Uh, and you get each of the three free, right? So correct. if you've been a, a target, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. times we say go every four months, you exactly. know, and then you can get a hold of each one of those at yeah. least and start monitoring. And uh, you know, and to go back to um, the whole Equifax uh, hacking, um, you know, socials being used by other people, uh, that, that put a scare in everybody, um, you know, and I was a part of that. Luckily, uh, my social or information wasn't used. However, um, I, I was given a um, identity theft protection program or software for free for two years. And I think the charge after that's $20 or $25 a month, you know, but with that um, software, I'm able to, <laughs> to see, you know, when an account's open, how much it was for, who did it, and when it's paid off. Mm-hmm. And I get an email notification on that the day of. And that's very, very helpful. Yeah, so, that is really good because, you know, immediately something's going on, you know. Exactly. That, that's so important. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned up there about not giving any more information than you need to. So this is a little known fact, but a lot of companies will have you in their database and look up by your social security number. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times have you called into a place and said, give me the last four of your social, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I want you to think of like your doctor's office. Don't give your social security number. They don't need your social security number. Okay. So because here's the deal. You may say, well, that's not a big deal. I mean, they're private information. Well, you're just putting it one more place for the information to be hacked. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if Equifax can, if facts can be hacked, do you think your doctor's office can be hacked? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, really think about, you know, who you're giving what information to. And if you ever question why they're wanting that information, question them. Say, why do you oh, yeah. need it? Tell me why you need it. If they don't need it. Don't give it. There's to no them. sense in you having it. Yeah, that's right. exactly. Yeah, and and the last one here is don't fall for phishing scams. Uh, you know, and that's uh, mysterious phone calls, emails, and so. Yeah, and we actually had a poor little lady this year. She did that, and she knew exactly yeah. when she got done. She called our office and she said, "I think I just messed up." And we're like, oh, my gosh. And sure enough, you know, that's exactly what they were. They called her. And, um, you know, the IRS never calls you, mm-hmm. by the way. That, yeah. that never happens. Never. Okay? They will not call you. And, and, to, <laughs> and to touch on that on, on that uh, Friday, uh, I think it was like 2 or 3 p.m., uh, right before we are getting ready to close. You know, our, our bank uh, conducts uh, just one of these phishing scams to see how many employees fall for it. Wow. And, and what it was, and it's just to keep everybody on their toes. And what it was, uh, it was a TurboTax email mm-hmm. stating that uh, there was a change to your uh, tax return you're mm. you're gonna receive it two weeks early on january 30th nope. and uh luckily you know i saw it and i was like yeah well my cpa does my taxes so i just hit delete and uh there's a mass email that went out to everybody stating that uh all employees had not opened that file everything was deleted so uh, and that that's some of the awareness uh that the bank has you know f- you know for me and just every employee that we have and every frontline employee that deals with these uh customers on a daily basis so it was a 
good report. Nobody clicked on it or opened That's it up. Right. That's really good. That's awesome. Well, I think it's this prevention, um, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth the pound of cure, right? And That's right. Th- this is so important um, to just take a minute and do this. I mean, it's like everything else you do. It's just like, you know, turning down the heater in your house or unplugging something before you leave, unplugging mm-hmm. the coffee pot mm-hmm. before you leave town, right? That's this right. is the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. if you don't want your house to burn down, you got to do some maintenance. And mm-hmm. this is exactly what you're talking about with your whole financial picture because things could fall apart. I mean, just imagine that you do leave on vacation out of the country for two weeks. What can be done? What damage could be done in that period exactly. of time without knowing? Well, the same thing could be happening and you not even know it just because you don't have any way to be able to monitor it. And that's the sad truth of it. You mm-hmm. may not notice till you get your bank statement and that's been four weeks in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. You know, and one of the reasons I think we are so privileged to have Texas Bank here in town and in small banks, you know, in particular, is that, you know, you talked a lot about this with our clients. You guys get to know your customers really, really well. Exactly. And that, uh, you know, they were alarmed that, uh, you know, we have a relationship with every customer. We know our customers' habits. uh, And when I say habits, you know, what day they come in during the week, what time they come in, how much they withdraw from their account. So, you know, we're able to monitor that just by having those relationships with them. Uh, You know, if uh, just say Bob Smith comes in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. and withdraws $500, you know, we're expecting that. And, And as long as we see that trending every week, you know, we're not going to question it. You know, if there's a he comes in asking for 600 or 550 or 700 and he doesn't come in on his normal day you know we're going to raise uh, raise questions about that and uh, talk to him pull him aside and see what's going on so uh, that's where those relations come into effect and uh, i also stated you know this same approach kennedy financial has is just having a that kind of relationship with every client and every customer they have so it's that's critical. very very important it's mm-hmm. critical so when we come back we're going to talk about a few solutions if you've been a victim of identity theft and elder financial Financial abuse here on Life Planning 101. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Identity theft, what you need to know. And we have a very special guest, Junior Pacheco, here with uh, Texas Bank, which is, uh, you know, another family-like um, financial institution is what we like to call it because um, they do get to know their customers and make that their priority. And if you've been listening to the show, or even if you haven't, be sure to tweet us at KFS Life Planning and let us know, have you been a victim of identity theft? We want to see how many people are listening to the show and where this tweet comes in. But, you know, for those of you that have, Here's some solutions that Mr. Pacheco has brought to the table of what they've seen be able to work. And, and this is for both identity theft and elder financial abuse and what, what you can do on the backside if all else fails. And uh, some of those uh, solutions are uh, placing a fraud alert on your credit bureaus. So basically letting the credit bureaus know that uh, my information has been hacked. Uh, you can place a, a freeze on your credit bureaus to not allow anyone to open a new account on that unless they call you first and identify that it's you that did that. Uh, second is check your financial accounts. Uh, you know, rather than checking your, your statements, you know, every month or every two months, you know, check them weekly or, you know, basically just download an app on your phone. And, so easy. Yeah. And just uh, check your accounts that way and you can do that daily. The next thing is uh, check your com- your computer for viruses. And whenever I asked this question, whenever I gave that speech, I think a majority of those clients ran that daily or weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just just like you had talked about those unsecured Wi-Fi spots. Yeah. 
Also, uh, secure your proof of identity. You know, your passports, keep that in a safe place. Uh, your social security card, your birth certificate, keep that in a safe place. Also, uh, and, and this is, whenever I was researching this, this was one thing that I found that people normally don't do, and that's file a complaint or report that to the police department. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I to, that. to kind of touch on that, um, you know, really, really fast, um, going back to financial elder abuse, only one in nine seniors reports being abused. Wow. You know, that's probably due to the fact of who they're being abused by. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't believe it. Or even if they do, they just, yeah. it's their kid. Right. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My kid yeah. can do no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it, so. Exactly. So if something happens, oh. uh, you know, that kind of gets the process started there. Just follow a report with the police and, uh, you know, they can monitor. Is this happening to other people in the community and uh, what type of abuse it is? Uh, and that, that just really goes a long way is just following a report. Uh, also, keep a, re- a record of your actions. So if you if you take out a loan or if you get a credit card, just keep record of that. Uh, you know, also, if you pay off a note, keep your paid off note in a safe place. And we talked about this uh, earlier, order uh, credit reports and review them constantly. Uh, something we didn't say and that I personally do is, you know, with uh, I have a credit card that I'm able to check my FICO score. I was going to ask you about that if yeah. that was a good if that was a good route to go because there are a lot of credit cards now that's one of kind of their selling gimmicks is yeah. they'll you, you know you can monitor your credit score through their FICO. Yeah, uh, th- that's uh, you know I, I can only see the score on that on my personal one. I can't mm-hmm. go in there and look at the full detailed report. Okay. But also too, I you know I'm, I, I know that uh, if there's an account opener, you know, a debt being uh, being placed uh, using my social security number my credit score is going to drop 30 or 40 points so i'll, I'll know when something's going on yeah uh and and lastly uh you know if you're a solution don't ignore it you know if if, if you don't do anything to to stop this or report it one hacker has your information that's right you know, who's mm-hmm. to say they're not going to share that with two or three that's other people right. and continue to use that so. yeah or keep coming back and hitting you over and over. exactly yeah and i was out to dinner um last um last weekend with a, a gentleman and he actually had a guy came up at the table he had handed his credit card and he came back and he said um he said may i see your id and i was like what the heck you know of course i'm in new orleans so i figured well <laughs> so maybe something's going on here yeah, different yeah. but he said no this is great and he turned over his credit card and he had written on the back of his credit card ask for id Oh, and I thought, how brilliant is that? That is yeah, genius. And, uh, because that, that's really yeah, good. That's genius. To, to be honest with you, uh, I haven't seen that, mm-hmm. and uh, th- there for a while, and I say a while, maybe two or three years ago, uh, there were retail shops or restaurants that were training their employees right, to, to ask look for their for ID, IDs. and, and that's, that's not a common practice anymore. No, no. Yeah. And of course, most of the most of your abuse is actually going to happen happen electronically, but it is it is a yeah. stop guard. So, Junior, thank you so much for yeah, being on the show welcome. again. You know, we just appreciate uh, the way you guys do business with your customers and you take care of them. You know, the clients we have are like family to us, and it's so important that, you know, um, that they have that same relationship with their banks. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, I think that goes overlooked and unnoticed because of these big banks and the competitiveness that they can throw out there. But at the end of the day, um, there's so much that goes missing with that. So we want to thank Texas Bank for being on the show with us this morning. No, th- thank you for allowing me to come over here and uh, speak on that. Absolutely. So. And um, appreciate um, all that you do for the clients you work with of Kennedy Financial Services as well. So um, with that being said, hope everybody has a great week. And uh, we're here to help people live life on purpose. So if you have any questions about anything we do at any week, please give us a call. Email us, lifeplanning at 
kennedy-financial.com. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.